All right. Let me ask you a question. All right. Would you? No. Okay. Yeah. This isn't really a yes or no question. Okay. okay. Um, would you rather have tongues for fingers or a finger for a tongue? Because <clears throat> if you have tongue fingers, you're going to taste everything. However, if you have a finger tongue, you can't talk. And you got a weird little gross little bony tongue thing. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Probably, like, I would have to do a finger tongue. You think a finger tongue? I think a finger tongue. Gonna learn ASL so you can so you can talk to people. Yeah, probably. You would have to, or just because, like, like, I mean, like, what you got, like, really gross, like, speech. fingers, gross. Because it would sound like that would be like, you know what I mean? Yeah, we're really gonna make people click well, off this episode real quick. Would your fingers still produce saliva? I don't know. In that situation, or do they just become super dry, like? Crusty fingers, yeah. <laughs> little crusty like you. You mm. basically have starfish hands. Yeah, Ugh. yeah. Isn't that a nice visual? Welcome mm. to the show. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast where I'm angry. <laughs> oh well, maybe he just says some bad like Seinfeld jokes. Like, what's the deal with these medieval knights? Your, you your butt was raw. Rub it on yeah, there. You rub it. You know, you rub it around the rim. You know, <laughs> you just rub it around the rim. Welcome to the podcast. We're just talking about guys. their problems. And welcome, everyone, back to another episode of the HBE Show. I am your host, Joseph Gallion. With me, as always, is Mr. Chase Gallion. I'm here. Oh my gosh, the HBE Show, arrived. where we talk. As artists about our art and our life. Yes. Chase, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm sorry. You were hesitant there. Yeah. A little you know, hesitant soon. Just, just living life. We'd be living. Yeah. You live and learn. Living according, and learning. According to Sonic Adventure 2 on the GameCube. Yeah. Yeah. My, that's my. You know, Crush 40. That's my the new. band. It's my new creed. Your new creed. Yeah. He's not the band. Not but, the band, but Sonic Adventure 2. Yeah. Okay. Good to know. Yep. Um, so, updates. Jeez Louise. Mm-hmm. Um, just let's talk about how how much it sucks to be an independent film. Um, mm-hmm. Which is like, I know I made my bed and now I'm laying in it. I get this. Right. However, how frustrating is it whenever you have uh, an official like location set and you're like, cool, we're going to film here. I've written this thing around this place. Mm-hmm. And the guy's been super cool and like, chill with everything he's been very free and you're like cool we only have to pay a little bit we're an independent film he knows how cheap this is going to be and then ask for fifteen hundred dollars oh yeah is that for the the late may thing yeah oh yeah get a little closer to that microphone for me yeah um yeah no um so we're working on it trying to find uh, something to do, and that's most of what I'm going to do tomorrow. Yeah, is search for a new location. Okay, which is really frustrating. Like, yeah. like really frustrating because I really liked that location, and we right. had a lot planned out for it, Dang. and it would have been perfect until he asks for a thousand five hundred dollars. Yeah, for less than seven hours of shooting. Right, it's insane. Which is like I get wanting to be paid, and we wanted to pay the guy. Yeah, like absolutely, but. 
$1,500 for a thing that doesn't even have a budget. Right. We're just putting out fires with money whenever they crop up. Yeah. And so I'm like, all right, um, I guess I have to find something new within a month now yeah. of figuring this out. And I haven't really talked about this at all, so this is welcome. If any of the crew is listening, surprise. Breaking news. <laughs> Breaking news. No, I'm going to have to talk to everybody about it tomorrow just to let mm-hmm. people know. Um, I, I mean, we have other options. Like, if, if it winds up not working, we can do something else. I just don't want to you'd rather not oh my gosh no because there's a lot going on in this thing and i'd rather not have to push it into the fall again Mm. to shoot this thing because like i've already done that a lot granted every time i push it 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 has gotten better Mm -hmm. um alex wouldn't alex our boy alex volsniuk wouldn't be involved our um our dp zadok wouldn't be involved even our awesome ad tests wouldn't be involved if if mm-hmm. we hadn't pushed it so i am glad for that right. but like it's so frustrating yeah and we could shoot the pilot for film school maybe where right. we just we just pivot hard mm-hmm. and then like push it to like early june right and then just do something there mm-hmm. but i don't wanna i don't wanna i don't wanna do it yeah and i'm mad about it I'm yeah. frustrated. I'm angry. That's that's some that's part of it though. I mean, like, even doesn't Quentin Tarantino have that story of filming Inglorious Bastards over like what three like years? Yeah, no, it right? was a long. It was a long. I'm not going to censor that either. Frick it. I'm not censoring the name of that. It's a movie. I'm not censoring that. I was thinking about it because I'm like the the second part of that title is a curse word technically, but it's fine. It's good. I mean, it's it's not even really that much of a curse word. It's just rude, I guess. Yeah. Do you consider that one a word? I, a curse word? I don't. That's fair. Because it's... I mean, it's, it was it's a, an actual technical term used. Yeah. It so, was an old English term to reference someone without a father. Yeah. So, yeah, it works. Yeah. Um, no, like the, the turnaround time for that movie was weird because it was off and on. And you can kind of tell in the movie. Right. It, it, it is an oddly paced film. I love it a lot. Mm-hmm. I really like that movie. But, yeah, the pacing is weird. But, um, like, I don't know, man. It, it's such a weird time trying to get a film made. Yeah. Because it is, like, technically speaking, what we're shooting, The Road Goes On Forever, that has been in... Like like production and trying to get it shot mm-hmm. since like 2020, right? Because that's when I wrote it was yeah. in 2020, and I was like, I'm really excited for this. Let's go. I like this idea. We'll shoot it sometime. Never did. Mm. Never shot the thing, yeah. which is fine because I'm glad we didn't because it wouldn't be with who it is now and wouldn't be what it is now. And I'm sure I'm gonna look if we do push it. I'm sure I'm gonna look back at it when we finally shoot the thing and be like, "Oh, I'm glad we blah blah blah." blah. But right now it sucks. Okay, yeah, it sucks. It's big. Suck and I am hours. just complaining. Welcome to the podcast where I'm angry. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Oh yeah. Uh, and and I don't know. And absolutely, I made my bed. I said I didn't want to do this. I wanted to make. I didn't want to do corporate stuff. I want to make my own things. So I'm gonna have to deal with that, and yeah. and I'm okay with that. Right. I don't have to love it when things go bad. Though. No. And and there's a lot of things I want to shoot, and it is weird because like that it was some random convenience store out 40 minutes in the wilderness. Mm-hmm. I say wilderness. It's a it's a town. I'm just being dramatic. Um made that big of a deal about money whenever here in Wilmington we we shot um speed date 
at yeah. the wonderful uh, Grinders Cafe, uh, not even like a just a, a little bit down the road. Yeah. Uh, and they were so nice, and we paid for the location, but they were like super into the arts because, I mean, maybe it's just because it's Wilmington, but some people are like, oh, it's Wilmington, so you got to pay me money, or it's Wilmington, we'll work with you. Right. Which Grinders did that, and they were super great. And we were there, we got in as soon as it closed mm-hmm. and rolled until roughly midnight, taillights okay. at around 1 a.m. Okay. for that thing whenever we finally got everything out and uh cassidy who was the incredible barista who was working there it was kind of fun because we just randomly like hey you want to be in this <laughs> you want to be in this and it's just for a little bit where she brings that coffee that uh bart my character gets doused with mm. um which was nice yeah um like she was super cool and right. so and and all like they all just like worked together to make sure that this thing got made, which was super cool. And it was a great community experience. And I'm not going to let this, what we're going through now mm-hmm. dictate that, like how I feel about working with whatever, because like that was the, the speed date thing with grinders was enough to like get me through the rest of my life dog. Yeah. Like that was such a wonderful experience and they were so cool to let us shoot there. And there's been so many others. Like when, when we shot, um, reconnecting right outside of cheeky monkey yeah that was great and they oh, were yeah. incredible for letting us do that right um we're gonna be hopefully back at cheeky monkey um around may yeah to shoot the first few episodes of um the dungeons and dragons podcast d and yes. uh, hpe does dnd that's right i'm very excited for that show it's gonna be dope d- d- tell, tell me tell me a little bit about some of your inspirations for your character on that oh so yeah no um a lot of it was just basically I wanted to be like a swashbuckling like type of mm-hmm. bard without actually having to be a pirate. That's fair. Yeah. I was you like, kind of got a bit of a nightcrawler aesthetic, if you will. Yeah. I was like, if I could just. Who is a swashbuckler? Yeah. You know, if I could be Flynn Rider and just uh, be a bard and play a little tune every now and then. We could probably get Zachary Levi for this podcast. Yeah. We got that kind of sway. Yeah. We just say that, hey, we can just trash the rock for like an hour. And you'd be hey, like, we're I'm fine. In. We, we've been doing it. I'm in. We did that on LCC. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, like, I really wanted to make a character that was. Um, and obviously his backstories, he's got some some issues and some some things that he needs to do, some goals, some flaws. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but my whole deal with him in the beginning was like, I want to make someone who is trying to find their way again. Yeah. Like back into the arts, if that makes sense. I like that. Yeah. And his whole deal was going to be like, oh, he's going to try to get back into like stand-up. Oh, so that was it wasn't going to be necessarily like a bard who plays the lute all the time because I feel like that's kind of just overplayed. Yeah. But I I really liked the idea. Has done it now. Yeah. So I I loved the idea of being like, oh, well, maybe he just says some bad like Seinfeld jokes. Like, (laughs) what's the deal with these medieval knights? Like they've got metal shields, like anyway, <laughs> Eldridge blast more like Eldridge fast. This guy's so skinny. What's going on? Right? And then they just get booed. Just, okay, all right, all fair right, enough. That didn't work. I would be amazing if you yeah. did the Seinfeld voice every oh, time. Where you're like you're just doing stand up. I was and just having a time. I wanted to do an accent. It may just end up it being Seinfeld's be Seinf- impression. If it's that for the entire show. Mm. I'm canceling it before the first episode. I I cannot do that. Understandable. Oh, 
Um, where you're yeah, like, well, that's you gonna know be, how to get a reservation. That's going to be one of his you things. you don't know how to hold a reservation. Mm. He's going to be like, well, I, you know, I got to... Gotta try out some different styles. All of a sudden, you start talking like Norm Macdonald, where you sound like a, you sound like a little bit of a. No, that's John Mulaney, isn't it? No, I feel like they're in the same close to John Mulaney. Where it was like, what is? How does John Mulaney sound? It was the. uh, It's like John Mulaney's a lot higher. And now you've thrown him off his rhythm. Yeah, that's very John Mulaney. <laughs> just like completely yeah. subvert into different comedians. Oh, that would be amazing. There is a Can't wait um, to see your Chris Rock. Oh gosh. <laughs> Dude, I, I I watched the special where he yeah. talks about the slab. What was with it? Will it was Smith. a selective outrage or whatever. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Is that the name? I think so. Oh nice. It's a play on Will Selectively well, yeah. Outraging. Yeah, because he wasn't yeah. But it I was unimpressed. Really? Yeah. That's a shame. Well, it sucks because, like, Chris Rock, I feel like he's a, a a great comic for his time. Absolutely. I feel like a lot more people have gotten a lot more honest with their jokes and That's storytelling. True. And, like, presenting yeah. an opinion, hmm. I guess. But whereas when I was watching that stand-up routine, I just felt like he was repeating himself with, like, yeah. the Chris Rock voice. Oh, that's And then, fair. like, people would go, ah, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I do that. I do that. <laughs> I slap people. Oh, I do that. Well, I hope they don't have kids. Um, yeah. look. Uh, <laughs> um, no. For like, um, have you seen uh, Burt Kreischer's new stand-up? I haven't seen his new one. No, it's really good. Yeah, yeah. As someone who was like, you know, everyone talked big on Burt Kreischer for like a really long time, and I was never that big of a fan. I liked his stuff, but I was yeah. like, I mean, you. Not my favorite. Right. I mean, my favorite stand-up is probably still, like, and I don't even, it's weird that my one of my favorite comedians is Norm MacDonald. Mm-hmm. I don't even watch much of his stuff. I just love his energy and right. what he does because he makes, he doesn't care. Right. And that's a nice energy to have. Yeah. And so that's a really cool, like, and, and like, obviously, like, I think Bill Burr is probably the one I've watched the most of. Yeah. I love so. Bill Burr. Yeah. Um. But then, like, watching Burt Kreischer's new special, like, mm-hmm. I was crying because I was laughing so hard. Mm. Like, it really, really got me. Yeah. Because it was just, he just had a good time. Right. He just got on stage, and sometimes he had to, like, stop because he was laughing too hard, telling mm. the story. Yeah, And I was like, like that yeah. was, it was so nice. Like, I, I really liked that. And maybe I need to go back and watch all of his other stuff as well. Yeah. Because uh, I haven't really watched, like, Tom Segura or Damn. anyone like that. And I know, like, Segura, that's one of your favorites, right? It's, I think he is my favorite. Yeah, okay. Like, I just, it reminds me of listening to my dad tell a story yeah. of just something awful happening. <laughs> he he has a dry way of telling stories. Yeah. That's really nice. I so, like that. And, and, I mean, it's so funny because I'll go through, like, and I was the same way with Bert. Like, yeah. I was, I didn't like... His special, I didn't watch The Machine, I don't think. It's yeah. not on Netflix anymore. No idea where it is. You got to find it. Yeah, so. Um, got to find it before the movie comes out. Got to find it. Oh, my um, gosh. But Let's talk about that movie on LCC. That'd be fun. <laughs> I'd, I'd be down. Mark Hamill's involved. Hey, I mean, it's nerdy somehow. There's a connection. You can do with that um, show whatever you want to do. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> but essentially, like, I found the, um, his first special, like, I didn't get to watch it, but the second yeah. one, Secret Time, mm. I felt like it was just, it was all built around the premise of, hey, Secret Time, like, here's a secret. And I felt like it was just punchlines. Oh, okay. 
You know, yeah. like there was no setup. It's just punchlines. It's That's like, fair. okay. Uh, what was the, was it Sticks and Stones was the Dave Chappelle one? Yeah. I know Dave Chappelle is a bit controversial now. No, I'm just talking about his comedy. But like the way that, I think it was Sticks and Stones, the one where he talks about his O.J. Simpson meetings. Mm, yes. I think yeah. Chappelle has an amazing way of um, structuring his set. Yeah. Where, which is why it's like Chappelle is harder to do like clips of. Right, which because he will lay the the first part of a joke at the beginning of it mm-hmm. of his whole set, thirty minutes in, remind you of it, and then at the end pull it back out again. Yeah, he was like, "I'm going to tell you three times I met O.J. Simpson." Yeah, tells you all three, closes it out. Everyone gives him a standing go, walks back out, and he's like, "The fourth time I met O.J. Simpson," <laughs> which is like, "Oh my god, nice!" It's so good, but yeah, um. There's a lot, dude, like that, that is an incredible way of, of doing it. Bill Burr is great because he does a lot of really, he's gotten a lot more honest and I think I yeah. like his newer stuff more than I did his older. Well, like his older stuff, he was making, he was making his character. Yeah. He was just angry. Yeah. Which is like a good character. Said, cool. I mean, all it right. got him Breaking Bad and Mandalorian, so we're yeah. in. Um, and I love him in all of those things because he's just a fun energy to have. Yeah. Um, But he's gotten more and more like just as he grows as a human being. Yeah. Because like now he's talking about being married and his, you know, mm-hmm. he's like, he's all, he's got an interracial marriage. So it's fun. Like, he's like, yeah, there's a lot of differences, whatever. And he doesn't do like the difference between white guys and black. Guys. He doesn't do that. Right. He does like actual, like on it, like talking about him and his wife watching the Elvis documentary. Yeah. I really like that. Yeah. bit. him being a dad now. Mm-hmm. And then like, I just really liked his special, the live at red rock. I don't know if you've seen the no. that one. It was last year. Okay. Really good. Yeah. I really liked it. I don't know if it's my favorite. I still really like Paper Tigers. Paper Tigers was a fun one. But right. this one is solid. Okay. Um, just like any time, just hearing Bill Burr angrily yell. Right. I'm like, yeah, I'm in. Is that okay? Sure. I'm here for it. I'm, I'm, I, I'm ready to hear my talking, too. Yeah. I'm into it. I'll take and, it. And I think the thing that I like about it the most is that he doesn't come with, like, you know, sometimes, and it's just because comedy has become very personal. Yeah. Um. Which isn't a bad thing, and I'm not saying no. that, but sometimes it, it can come with an agenda, which is like, you know, again, everyone has agendas. It's Everyone has their personal preferences, politics, whatever you want to call it. Right. Um, Bill Burr does an amazing job where he just makes fun of everybody, including himself. Yeah. So everyone's a target, and no one, and there isn't, like, an agenda for anything where he's just like, everything gets it. You're all my target, including myself, <laughs> which I really, really respect. It's like a suicide bomber method of uh, yeah, absolutely. Of That's comedy. his way of comedy, where it's like yeah. everybody's getting it's it. Like, today. We're all going down, absolutely, and we're going to enjoy the ride. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but no, my with um, with Tom Segura, yeah, I oh man, he just it it reminds me so much of just how like my thought of how I would want to be as a comic. Absolutely, it's like ex- exactly dude, yeah. what Tom does, and I'm like, that's that's great. It, now it's been done, and yeah. I can't do exactly that anymore. But mm-hmm. you know, I'll I'll give it a give it a shot. When it, when do you have any like stand up that you've wanted to do? There's been a couple. Um, there was like a bit about hemorrhoids that I was oh. like, that's. Something. There's something there. There's something there. There's something. Is this anything? Jerry Seinfeld. Dude, it's, mm, it's, it's a fun bit. But no, it's essentially the, 
if for those who don't, everyone, I guess, I didn't make this public. I had hemorrhoids for the first time. Can like I tell you something? Three weeks ago. I didn't know that either. Yeah, so I legit huh? had hemorrhoids. I was bleeding from my bum. Um, oh, my gosh. Yeah, wiped my butt one day, and then there was, like, stained red, and I was like, oh, not good. Um, yeah, that's, so, that's, a, that's, 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 that's a certifiable uh, bra moment. Yeah, so I was like, oh, this is weird. Like, I couldn't sit down. It was very strange. Um, you know, I kind of just sit, sat on it. Pun intended. Um, for a little bit, and tried not to to do anything, but I literally couldn't sit down. So my job that I have now is completely sitting down. Oh, brother! So not great. So I had to stay home and work and stand the entire day for eight hours, and that's fine. But um, my, how did you explain that one to your boss? Uh, <laughs> brutally honest. I was like, that's "Hey, a good way of so being, listen." I think that's a good way of being. It's like I got, I got the, got the old hemorrhoids. Got the old hemorrhoids. So what I didn't realize, because we, we immediately went to Walmart once oh, we yeah, found absolutely. out, and we were like, get "We're gonna that get preparation some... H." Exactly. But I don't know if you've ever actually bought preparation H. Not, not no. I cannot say I have. Let me tell you. All right, I'm it comes scared. in. It, it's like a big tube of neosporin. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So just that's what it looks like. Sure. All right? it's yeah. Just no, a big I, tube. I know what it looks like. You I think s- I've seen it in the house before. Yeah. Like I don't know if I just added my dad having hemorrhoids. Right. I don't think he ever has. Dad, I'm so sorry. If yeah, like I'm so sorry that this is dad. I'm so sorry. But no. So pretty much what happens is, uh, you you take it out of the box. It just looks like a neosporin tube. So I was just yeah. treating it like you would if your if you your butt was raw. Rub it on yeah, there. You rub. It, you know, you rub it around the rim, you know, <laughs> you just rub it around the rim. Welcome to the podcast. The artists the talking podcast, about guys. their problems. But uh. um, <laughs> like I, I didn't look at the box. Mm-hmm. I didn't throw away the box because I figured directions were on it. I just did. I wanted to see if it was going to get better. You know, you um, never know. I, I go back because it, it's not getting better. It's staying the same Oh um, no. it, to the point where I had gotten like a mirror to, to check out. <laughs> Like what's going on? Looked like the worm from Dune down yeah. there. It's like ah. that's gross. I'm so ah. sorry, <laughs> but no. Like I was, lit- I checked myself out. I was like, yeah, it's not getting better. Oh boy. Um, it had been three days, so I, I looked at the box and I kind of pick it up and I shook it around a little shook bit. It. Shooked it, and uh, there was a, a little plastic piece that was like rattling around in there. Uh oh. And I was like, that's weird. So I I pull it out and it's this red, like two inch long. Uh, little black tube, and I was like, oh. "Oh!" And I looked at the back of the box. It says, "Use attachment as shown," and it literally has you screwing it on to the end of the neosporin tab, and yeah. then shoving it up your bung hole and squeezing. So, your boy, unfortunately, had to penetrate himself <laughs> and squeeze this. You yeah. know this. You know it's kind of like neosporin, but it also mm-hmm. has numbing cream in it. So that way you can feel a little better. So I, I had to sit there and do that for like four days straight. <sighs> yeah. Can I be so honest with you? What? Uh, this is one of my favorite podcasts we've done. <laughs> this is... Dude. Well, that's. Oh, no. So just for points of reference. Yeah. That would be my material it would just be embarrassing stuff embarrassing. from that's my life. So you think that's what you're talking about for your stand up? Yeah. Oh, no. Like that's a type five. That is a tight five. That's a tight two. I think we just two uh, or three. You certainly needed to go number two. Look, yeah, um, oh, quite a bit. I, that was okay. So like, if if I were to use that like kind of methodology mm-hmm. of using something that was incredibly embarrassing during stand up, I would use the time I did stand up. Ah, 
Yes. I don't think I've told that story on the pod, have I? I don't think so. Okay, so I did stand up on December 1st of 2022. Mm-hmm. It was the last day mm-hmm. I had being 23, and I was like, I was like, oh, this will be cool. I'll do one last cool thing before I turn 24. And uh, so the idea was, I was like, because like that year I made a short film. I mean, we shot all of, or while well, we were planning on shooting the speed date, mm-hmm. but then like I had done a lot of stuff spiritually wise, yeah, and like like I very much become a new person, went through a bad breakup and made a stage play direct directed it written it and acted in it right mm-hmm. and obviously you were in it so you know yeah um and so i was like i did a lot of things this year this year has really changed me as a person i want to do one more thing so i went to a local comedy club i won't say what it is um but and i was like maybe the 10th person to sign up okay and i was like oh that's a lot of people but that's only like half an hour right right i was incorrect because on the website it said three minutes Mm. when we got there it became like four and a half to five ah and i was like that said that's a lot of minutes don't have that yeah and i got in my own head i absolutely did right and but it was my first time doing it so like whatever I, but like, I knew the closer and closer I got to going up, I was like, I'm gonna bomb. Mm. I'm gonna bomb. You wanna know why? Why? Because they kept saying the most offensive, heinous things that they could think of. These were all just open micers? Yes. And it was. Were people killing? Almost. Con- no. Oh, okay. Right. The crowd was dead. Ah. The entire night. Okay. And 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 I knew that the tonal whiplash of me going up and being like, guys, isn't it funny that I'm ethnically ambiguous? <laughs> I knew it wasn't going to go anywhere, man. And it didn't. No. It, it hurt my heart, yeah. dude. And, and that, that was a bad experience. Like, I'll be so honest. Yeah. Because that was like a super, I don't even know if I want to say bad experience because like, I mean, shout out to a lot of my friends that came out to to, to watch because it was cool. Yeah. Um, like Kai, who's now my roommate, your boy Kai Knight. Listen to him on live from Joe's podcast or uh, live from Joe's closet. I don't know the name of my own podcast. It's I got like good. forty of them. There's too um, many. There's there's a lot. Um, Kai was there. Mm-hmm. Our friend Victoria Dennis, who's going to be with us on the HPE does D and D show. Word. Um, and then like also like Kate, who was in the Speed Date. And uh, just some of the other students that I I known, it was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, them showing up, and then afterwards, I was like, "Well, that sucked." And they were like, hmm. "Actually, I thought it was really funny. Uh, the crowd was just bad." And I was like, "Oh, I could hear you guys laughing, so that meant a lot." Jordan <laughs> Robinson showed up. Okay. I love Jordan. Jordan brought his girlfriend, and I felt so bad for her. And yeah. I was like, brother, I am. So this is the mm-hmm. one time you're meeting me, and you'll uh, never meet me and again. You're, you're, I'm gonna run. Mm. Like, I don't know if anyone's ever going to see me again. But, uh, yeah, so how big of a crowd was it? It got a lot thinner by the time I went up. Okay. And it was interesting because the job I have now, which I will touch back on in mm-hmm. just a moment, mm-hmm. um, I met this guy. I was helping him get the, the product that he wanted from the shop. And I was like, there's this I, there's this feeling about this guy. Mm. A, he's a jerk. Uh-huh. And I don't like him because okay. he's just making fun of everyone. The first thing he said to one of my coworkers um, was, what's up, you son of an immigrant? She's a woman. And she's a person of color. Right. And I was like, oh, no. 
I said, I guess and if this we want to get where we're going. I uh, she, she ain't no son though. <laughs> yeah. She ain't no son. And I was like, I and, and she didn't immigrate. It was just like this is just horrible. Um and I was like it was just it was terrible. I guess it would be called involuntary immigration. <laughs> so and I was like, this is the guy just got bad energy from him the entire time. Right. And he was just a jerk. Uh, and then I realized where I knew him from. Was he one of the... He bombed as well. <laughs> <laughs> one of my fellow bombers. What's well, up? What's up? And, and he bombed because nobody liked him. Yeah. Because he, like, one of the jokes that I remember was he, there was these two ladies that were sitting on the front row. And he goes, oh, it's nice to see you. You're out here with the printy friend. That was the joke. Jeez. Yeah. And he left. But I thought about... <laughs> I thought I thought about, like, roasting him while I was up there. Mm-hmm. Like, it was in my head, but I was like, I don't know. I have done, I haven't done this before. I probably shouldn't. Yeah. But I was talking about, like, you know, like... I mean, it was kind of a crazy experience. You know, it was my first time doing stand-up, and I get to see someone who looks like if you left Rob Schneider in a car overnight to talk about someone's attractiveness. Yeah. And because he looked like if you left Rob Schneider in a car overnight, which, you know, I look like dollar store Jack Black. So, like, I get it, you know, <laughs> like, I get it. I'm five below Jack. I'm five below. Jack five and below. Absolutely. Um, I'm Bob Brown. <laughs> Bob Brown. <laughs> that's pretty funny. I like that one. I mean, <laughs> I like you know, I like that one. Um, so, new thing. Mm-hmm. I got a new job today. Word? Yeah. Um, I was telling you about this opportunity of working in some media stuff, and I'll yeah. be very... Mm, Vaggy. Yeah, very vague about mm-hmm. the Vogue. Yeah. Vogue. I'll be Vogue magazine about it. Mm. Um, I'm currently working uh, with a really cool creator and the community here in Wilmington on something that is like super exciting for a podcast. And I'm going to be able to quit one of my jobs, nice, which is cool because it's doing something that I actually like and something I know and something I enjoy um, rather than the retail job that I have right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and not that I don't like this job because it's been an incredible experience for me yeah. and I've met incredible people and my bosses and the coworkers have all been super good, but I know that it's not what I'm, you know, like it, it's been hard for me because it's like, I know what I feel like I have to do right? and doing anything else hurts and i know you're experiencing probably a lot of the same thing oh yeah and because like you are such a dynamic and talented performer and so it's like i imagine it's hard not to be performing and not to be making right um which i guess you know it's obviously part of the journey yeah i get that however sometimes the journey be long yeah very drawn out uh, oh absolutely yeah um you know we've only been going for half an hour Mm mm-hmm but you want to go ahead and go into take it or leave it? I really like this episode. It's it's. Solid. I don't want to draw it out. It's solid. Uh, I I just really <laughs> enjoy talking to you, bro. Media. I just want to get out. No, actually, I will. Okay, before we go. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I got to see Chris today. Okay. And Chris came by. Shout out to your boy, uh huh, Mister Christopher. Christopher, Christopher, there it is. I found it, boys. Mm. I found it. Mm. Chris is incredible. Uh, your boy Chris Grady, who uh, is has been on the older uh, podcasts yeah. a number of times. He'll probably be on Lights Camera Comic. They'll probably be on Lights Camera Comics whenever um, we do Evil Dead this week, like because mm. we can do like Howard Stern show and have him. That's true. Call into the show <laughs> on the Bluetooth. 
So that's, we can legit have it like it's a like funny. a like a radio show, which uh, would be so fun. Yeah. Um <laughs> which is so exciting. So I think it'll be really funny. Yeah. Um having Chris on, but Chris came by and, and it made me so happy mm-hmm. having Chris back at the at the film lab today. And man, it was so sweet just yeah. having that energy back that I remembered from film school again. Mm-hmm. And it reminded me why why Chris and I are a very good team writing wise. Right. Because we just spark off of each other. Yeah. So like the entire time we were just saying whatever came to our heads mm-hmm. as we were like went around the room like roasting everyone in there. Mm. Because like and it was fun because, you know, like then we roasted each other and made fun of ourselves and ever we were all just like we had my buddy Luce crying from mm. laughing yeah. which made me so happy man and it was great because what we were ma- we, what we were doing was <laughs> and in hindsight i know it makes me look like an idiot but i don't care because someone our our board our boy ben okay had been writing whatever came to his mind mm-hmm. um as a script um, because, you know, it's been kind of chill in the office lately and, you know, you just have a lot of downtime. So he's just writing some. And all of a sudden, someone wrote that his, like, he goes like, you seem stressed. And then the character caresses the chin of the other character. And I'm like, Ben didn't write that. And we were all like, it became like a game of Among Us where we're like, no, it was you. I know it was oh you. And everyone started pointing fingers. And it was Luce who wrote the gosh darn thing. But he was like agreeing with us about everything. Yeah. And then he was laughing whenever we were making fun of him. And he was just seeing the chaos unfold mm-hmm. because me and Chris saw the opportunity to be like, all right, now's the chance that here to is. just let loose. And yeah. we did did and it was so fun man and so (laughs) i guess that's ducktailing into take it or leave it yeah uh, a little bit uh i'll come back to that i guess but it was it was cool because you know like with figuring out whether or not we're going to shoot speed date we were able to have this conversation about Mm -hmm. things that need to change i said speed date i meant to say uh film school the film school pilot um we were able to have this conversation about like things that we wanted to fix. And one of the things that we were talking about was female characters in the show. Mm-hmm. Um, because right now there's only like one or two in the script. Right. And I was like in, in the main like six characters, there was only like one. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't love that. Right. So we changed it. Um, so that a character who was originally Clark is now going to be Claire. Mm. Um, and I like that a lot because yeah. it's a very different character um, because of uh, like it being like a lot of it is inspired by people that we know. And mm-hmm. so Clark is this character who's very much like uh, like kind of awkward is very much more into painting their Warhammer figures and like is obsessed with Star Wars and is always he like interacts awkwardly mm. with some other people. Yeah. And this isn't necessarily based off of one person or anything before anybody gets mad at me. Uh, um, so, you know, this is covering my tail. Yeah, not, it's um, definitely not a second letter of the def- alphabet. Definitely not a second letter of the alphabet, you jerk. Um, so we're changing Clark to Claire, which I think will be really nice. And, uh, like, how we, you know, we take we, we take in... So the, the character in it is <laughs> his name's Howie. Okay. And uh his second his last name is Dewan. Put it together. I yeah. No, I'm aware. How we doing? I would 
fine. And and that's the joke mm-hmm. is that it's 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 a that's a his, he picked his own name. He just changed his name when he turned eighteen because he thought it would be funny. Mm. That's it. That's mm. that's why his name's that. And then Ken, who's like kind of like this awkward homeschooler dude, who's like uh, just really wants to make movies, and he's like, it's kind of a weird situation I'm in because I really don't know how to handle any of this. And then there's Agnes, who's like, she's like. She's the kind of girl that you like look at her and you're like, she probably smells earthy. And she's like way too into Lana Del Rey, mm. you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And she's got like uh, dried like flowers on her door. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. You're picking up what uh, I'm putting I'm down. I'm aware. Um, she probably has a lot of crystals in her car. Yeah. Um, and then there's there's Whitney, who is like the epitome of film school. So he's like the, you know, he's. He's like, yeah, Marvel movies aren't cinema. Also, mm. Zack Snyder is my hero. Um, <laughs> and and so, which is like we we were originally in like the scripts. Like some of these characters were a lot more one dimensional than mm. they are now, and so we were trying to be very intentional with fixing that. Okay, by like making them more characters mm-hmm. and and we never wanted to leave the characters how they're starting mm-hmm. um because we have plans for them and i won't say it here because i have faith that this is actually going to become something yeah but um like we have plans for every single character and now like changing like even clark to be clear yeah. and like stuff like that i'm like i it makes me a lot more excited because i'm like okay so we have a lot of different things involved and whenever we go into casting these I talked about it with Chris today, and this is very much inside baseball, but here we are. What we want to do is this really, like, kind of, like, um, unorthodox way of casting mm-hmm. where we want to have them do the lines, absolutely, yeah, and then have a conversation with them while they're in character to see how well they can improv. Mm. Because moving forward, I really want these characters or these actors to be really married to these characters if, yeah. you know, we get picked up. Or even if we don't, we just keep shooting stuff because why not? Right. Um... I want to keep making these things and mm-hmm. I really like these characters. So it would be a shame not to have the actors love them like I do. Right. And so like, I think it would be fun to see how well they can get into it because even that energy always translates on set. Yeah. Whenever you're just into it and you can bounce well off of people. Right. Absolutely. Oh yeah. It, it, I think it would work really well. Right. And so it's a little weird and unorthodox, but I think like as an actor, how would you feel about that? Honestly, it, it sounds fun. Cause it's like in, in acting something that our coach really talks about is having those character thoughts, I guess would be yeah. a, um, something to think about. Like, you know, while your character is being spoken to, you're actually processing everything as your character. Right. So that's something that we were definitely, like we're taught like that's the goal Absolutely. to have this like yeah, yeah, surreal yeah. moment of being like, Oh, that's a character thought. Mm. But it's, it's not only, I feel like it would be easier to have those thoughts if you were actually, you know, out of script and like, Hey, you know, Hey, speak to me yeah, as the character. And it's and, like, okay, yeah. for sure. It's like a fun, like way of starting it. Right. And so that would, if anything, I feel like that would just help. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's what was so exciting for it is just that idea that I had. And I had that like yesterday or day before. Mm-hmm. And then I told Chris today and I was like, what do you think about this? And Chris, they were 
really into it. Yeah. Which was super cool because I was like, this, this would be a great way of doing it. Even if we're on zoom or in person or however it would work, just asking questions yeah. and just knowing how this character responds um, and how this actor would respond as the character. Right. As well, yeah, I think that a lot of that would be really fun to do. Oh yeah. And, and um, an interesting way to even just like get more into the Wilmington community. Cause I'm going to yeah. try to like get a lot of people involved. Um, obviously I don't know what, who you're going to play in it, but you're going to play somebody. Um, <laughs> that just kind of goes without saying. Weird. Um, even if it's a cameo, frigate, yeah. you're in it somewhere. Um, <laughs> and, uh, like, like eventually me and Chris are not going to be part of it until right. later yeah. because eventually I want to play a character in it. I think I want to play Rocco who owns a food truck. Mm. who's like the epitome. You remember whenever I had like a, my shirt off and wrapped it around my head in the kitchen when we lived together. And I was like, Hey, I'm making eggs. Boy, you want some? Yeah. Or whatever. And mm-hmm. that's Rocco. I eventually, wow. I was like, what if there's just a food truck that makes the worst food? Yeah. And he's like taking a puff off his cigarette and puts it out in the coffee grounds mm. like that. And, but it's just the best food, man. I mean, you're going to, your heart's going to palpitate. Yeah. Feeling that food. Mm-hmm. But my God, is it good? I want to play that character, and Chris is going to try to play, uh, if you know, if this stays the same, because obviously both of these are, are subject to change. Mm-hmm. Um, I want Chris to play a one of the tutors at uh-huh. the film lab, but the one who's just, like, falling asleep and nodding off because he's always high. Uh, yeah. Yeah, which, yeah. I mean, there was one whenever we went there, just didn't do anything, yeah. just get high and fall asleep at work. And I was like, all right. Grip. But I think that was uh, <laughs> camera, actually. Oh. Believe it or not. Yeah. Believe it or not, no, the grip that it was actually worked hard. Right. Shout out to Bennett. Word. Um, we love to see you, buddy. Oh my god, I miss you. Um, he's about to be a dad, man. Dude, he's about I'm to be so a dad. Proud of him, he's bro. Working. They bought a house. He working. Like, that's W E R K, bro. He work. I'm not proud of that one. Um. <laughs> oh goodness gracious, Chase. It's been a long week. It has. So what are you taking? What are you leaving? I'm taking with me. Um, I'm just going to be curious. I'm, I'm going to go through. Um, I'm be open to new things. I, I want to kind of be on lookout for any new opportunities that are coming my way, whether good or bad. I just want to see them. Um, and then leaving, I just want to leave some just the bad vibes. Oh, the vibes. The bad we ones. don't like the vibes. The vibes. The vibes. Yeah, pretty much pretty much that. Just, just bad ones. Leave them in the dust. Just try to come at the world with a with a smile on my face. I I I like that. Yeah. That's a kind of a vibe. I mean, that's like a a short version of take it or leave it, but I don't think that's bad at all. Yeah. I don't think everything has to be a therapy session. Right. <laughs> no. It's kinda has been the last two episodes. I think that's kinda that's chill. Sure. I think for me, yeah. like, yeah, the school has been very stressful lately. Just there's been a lot of inside stuff that's like, all right, um, writing wise that we're having to fix. Um mm-hmm. And it, and it kind of has helped me be a better tutor, I think, seeing some crazy stuff that goes on sometimes. Yeah. And um, and being there for other students who are affected mm-hmm. by some of the things that other students say. And, like, just being in there and being, like, cool, like, helping each other and, and making art despite the hurt that sometimes we experience. Yeah. I think that's helped me a lot. Um, but it's that stress that sometimes I have a really bad tendency to get like frustrated really quickly mm-hmm. and like let that like 
cause me to like snap at people. Not necessarily snap. I'll just say some curt things that are like a little out of line. Yeah. And, um, and I think I have a bad tendency to do that because I get stressed out, and especially with working two jobs that have, have me working on six hours or six days a week, not six hours. Mm-hmm. That'd be nice. Um, so making a livable wage on six hours. And God bless. Um, so like things that are changing and moving forward, like I'm going to have a lot more time with this new media job that I'll be doing mm-hmm. and I'll be doing something that I love. Right. So it's like already I'm like, I'm so happy. Yeah. Like I'm so happy to be like just moving in a direction where I'm like, okay, this is something mm-hmm. and this is something that I want to do. Right. Instead of clocking into a real job that I haven't loved because I don't I don't feel purpose in it. Right. Not that there's anything wrong with having a job that is just like you're working. Yeah. But it's like moving forward. It's nice to know that I I've found a job that I'm like really enjoying. Right. And really, uh, hopefully going to enjoy and I'll be praying about that and all that jazz. Um, and I can't wait to see you find the same. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, and they will be great. Um, and we're going to be able to create so much. Oh my gosh. I'm going to have my Saturdays back. God Dude, bless. It's going to be God wild. bless. It's going to be great. But, um, I think that's the episode. It 45 might be. minutes, man. 45 minutes. A tight 45. Tight 45. Tight 45. Put this special. over top like a, yeah, that's, that's really what it is. <laughs> yeah. It's a special. Welcome to the, the HPE comedy special. Um, that's absolutely something we could do. We could do a comedy special, like comedy yeah. open mic where we get up together. Ooh. That might be fun. Yeah, it could Just be. That or horrible. <laughs> It, there's no just, in between. Just all inside jokes. Yeah, absolutely. We're just making fun of each You're other. You're not gonna get this one. Hey, uh, you know how we're supposed to make you laugh. I don't. I don't. I don't care. Um, don't. <laughs> goodbye. Um, oh my gosh. Anyway, guys, thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed, follow us everywhere. You can listen to the podcast anywhere now. Yeah. Uh, especially Lights, Camera, Comics, and Live from Joe's podcast that are right. now available on Apple Podcast. Yes. So like almost. Every single big podcasting network, you can find HPE radio podcasts everywhere. Whether There's it be no the excuse. HP, no excuse, except for you're being a bad friend or fan Ooh. or fan. I'm going to guilt trip you into it. Yeah. Um, whether it be HPE show that you're listening to now, Lights for Camera Comics, or Live from Joe's Podcast, all of these we put a lot of effort into, and we've really enjoyed it. Shout out to all the people that have been helping us, like Ben making themes, who yes. we're going to have a Lights Camera Comics theme there soon. There we go. It was going to feel so professional, guys. And and so we're really excited to bring you a lot more stuff, and we just really appreciate you guys even taking the time to listen. That's right. It's been great. Follow us on whatever you want to follow us on. You can find our links in the description. Yes. All the jazz is there guys we hope you have a blessed week and just 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 uh, just just have a good night just tuck have yourself in night. have a nice gl- uh, glass of milk oh milk warmer unless cold. you're lactose intolerant aaron i'm talking to you don't drink milk drink the milk aaron aaron okay i'm gonna embarrass this person mm. that nobody knows mm. whenever i first met aaron mm-hmm she mm-hmm. had ice cream. We were oh. at this Christian camp, right? Okay. And none of us knew that she was lactose intolerant. Did she know she was lactose intolerant? Yes. And she had the ice cream? Yes. Hmm. She wanted to live a little. Strange. Unfortunately, she also died a little that no. night specifically. Um, because mm. one of the friends that... <laughs> I'm mm. so sorry, Aaron. I'm not at all, though. Um, one of the... the <laughs> One of the other, the campers sent me a message. I mm. was like, this is horrible. 
And I'm like, what's going on? And she goes, Aaron's like dying in there. And I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, she was lactose intolerant. And that's some of the loudest <laughs> bathroom experiences I've ever, I've ever experienced. Uh, and it was like, it, it, you know, that bit in white chicks mm-hmm. where they do the lactose intolerant thing yeah. and it's the loudest like farts and sprays and whatever. Right. Um, apparently that's not extremely inaccurate. Uh, so it's like, she's playing paintball with the toilet and she's losing. <laughs> <laughs> Like <laughs> she's losing. She's losing. <laughs> the backsplash is real. Oh no! Ugh. I just lost a friend tonight, and you know what? It was a funny podcast. It's okay. but you know, it's cool. It's, and you know, we were having a good time. We, we had a, a nice little story at the end. We're having a good time. Yeah. The HPE show is a part of HPE Radio, a Heroic Power Entertainment Broadcasting Network. The show is created by Joseph Gallion and Chase Gallion. Recording, editing, and music by Joseph Gallion. Thank you so much for listening. Have a blessed day.